When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's simply a massive weekend of cricket uh, up and down the country, around the globe. We've talked about uh, the test environment. There's lots of great test cricket going on. But our domestic scene looks hot and heavy this weekend. We've talked about a lot of black caps coming back for the elimination final between Canterbury and Wellington, Northern and Central meeting in the women's game as well. And then it'll be finals on Sunday, for which, guess what? The Wellington Blaze are back in a final. They have been very impressive in recent years, and a big part of that, Sophie Devine, who joins the program, White Ferns captain as well. Sophie, great to have you on the show. I hope you're doing well. Yes, thanks, mate. It's, uh, yeah, very nice to be back, and to be back in another final with the Blaze. Well, this is where you belong. That's probably what you think. Like, in all seriousness, at the beginning of the season, in some ways, is it when, when you set team objectives, is bare minimum making it to a Super Smash final? Oh, I certainly think there's expectations from this group. I think, as you mentioned, we, we've got a pretty good track record in, in Super Smash and in T20 cricket and domestic stuff. So for us it is. It's certainly about being near that sort of top of the pile and for us to be able to, to finish top of the table when, you know, unfortunately we don't get the, the home final. But for us to be there and go straight through is something that certainly, I guess, has been one of the goals that we've ticked off. How do you keep the standards up so high? Clearly talent's a big part of it. But it, it seems year in, year out, uh, you don't have too many dips. Yeah, no, I think that's something that probably goes back to the, uh, I guess, the pathway that Wellington Cricket has developed over a number of years, and it has taken time. And I think, um, you know, it's something that's really important, and, and you hope that other MAs are sort of picking up on that in terms of it's not just feeding everything into the top team and, and things like that. It's the development that comes underneath, I think, you look at. The under-19 program here and obviously a lot of the work that goes in behind the scenes is hugely important so that you've got players that, you know, hadn't had that exposure and are prepared to come up to that next level. I think we've seen the likes of, obviously, Kate Chandler. We've got Tash Kadaya in there as well. We've got a lot of these younger players that are now coming through and starting to have a real role in this Blaze group, which I think is really important. I think I look across the ditch to Australia and that's who I think I see the biggest, I guess, impact that they have is their domestic players are ready to go you know, from their 50-over cricket to the T20 and then that transition from T20 into the international scene. Yeah, it hasn't always been a side that you have a lot of, you know, international experience, um, but but that, that next year have contributed. And, and I'm, I'm sensing that's probably pleased you more than anything over the last few years. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know as a white fans group, we certainly speak about going back to domestic cricket and dominating. We want to be you know, top of the pops in terms of runs, wickets and, and having match-winning performances. But it's that next group down that I think is really important and, and I guess the focus needs to go on is learning how to win games of cricket. And I think that's sometimes easier said than done and it, it takes a little bit of, you know, I guess experience and exposure but also, I guess, learning and you're going to get things wrong. It's always going to happen, not just in, in cricket but in life. But to have people around you and, I guess, support and structures around you to be able to learn from that sort of stuff and be able to make the changes as you need to, uh, problem solve, and then find a solution, which I think is really important for this younger group because, really, we don't play heaps of cricket. I mean, if you're not yeah. in the international stuff, you don't play a lot of cricket. I think people have to 
remember that that these girls are only playing you know 20 games of cricket and they're training for a fair while so it's really important that each opportunity they get that they're trying to take as much information and learnings from it. Yeah, we even heard Gary Stead uh, talk about uh, the difficulties of preparing the uh, men's cricketers for the domestic into the international. I think it's even more challenging for the women's game, as you've rightly pointed out, just the lack of contest. So maybe I'm looking a little bit too far down the road, though. That's why that series when England are here to take on the White Ferns, I think concurrently they're running a New Zealand A v England A series. That's massive, yeah, isn't it? Oh, it's huge, and I think that's the thing. You just you do. You just have to look at the, at the men's program, and they've had a really successful A program for a number of years and you've seen the ability for players to flow in and out of that environment into the black caps and perform and for the woman to now have that sort of set up and hopefully it's going to be something that's going to grow year on year and as you mentioned England are bringing out an England A tour uh, England A side to tour as well which I think it is it's just outstanding obviously we, we occasionally play like a New Zealand 11 versus a touring team but to have a full series I think is going to be massive because the more cricket that this, I guess, the women's game can get, it's going to really benefit the New Zealand group. Uh, Sunday is the final. Don't look at the Auckland weather forecast. Don't worry about yourself about that. But Sophie, I'd like to ask, I've had a good whinge on your behalf this week on the show. A good whinge because you've qualified top. You're playing a final in Auckland last year. I think you qualified top again. Lost to Canterbury in Christchurch. I know you weren't there for that game. Uh, the previous year, I think you beat a Targa in the final in Hamilton. Is it getting a bit annoying? That you never seemingly <laughs> get the right to play at home? Oh, yeah, look, I think it had always been nice. And, I mean, the, the, the crowds that we've got in this year have been outstanding and it was no different against Otago um, earlier this week. And that's probably where we feel, feel the hardest done by is, is being able to play in front of our fans that, you know, so well support us and turn out in huge numbers. I think that's what we'd like to do is to be able to, to win a title at home. But... That's just the way the structure is at the moment. I know that there's been a lot of conversations that have gone on behind the scenes from Cricket Wellington to New Zealand Cricket in terms of can we change that? Can you can you separate it? I know it's been fantastic to have the double headers the whole way through the season, but potentially do you look at the finals becoming a standalone event? Because I think you know we're getting to that point now where I think you, you deserve it, you earn it, especially here in Wellington. We'd love to be able to, to play in front of home fans. Yeah, and those fans come for the first ball, don't they? They're not drifting in late. There's queues generally outside the basin for those double headers. Oh, yeah, it is. And, it, and that's where we're really lucky here in Wellington. I guess the support we get from the, the public is huge. And, and again, that goes credit to Cricket Wellington. And I guess the, the marketing and the support that they put out there um, for both teams, and, and both teams are really close, I think. That can be a little bit cliche, a little bit, you know, that there's you know only one team and they're all united. But the amount of, I guess, cross-pollination between the men's and the women's team is something that I always really enjoy here in Wellington and to yeah. have the support that we get not only from the crowds, the public, but also from the men's team as well and obviously the staff at Cricket Wellington too. Uh, were you filthy on last year's result? Was it hard watching that? Hard not being involved in that? Oh, absolutely. Anytime you're, you're missing games due to injury, you're sort of, I guess you're, you're spewing over ways of, of what you do <laughs> and, you know, what, 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 can, what sort of impact can you make? But, Look, I think, again, that's a really good experience that the girls will go through. I know that they, um, not that they want to seek vengeance, I think it's probably the wrong word, but I think they know that yeah. if, if, if we play as well as we know we can, that we're going to be a really hard team to beat. And, and, you know, whether that's Northern or Central on Sunday, we know that we're just going to stick to our guns and what we've done well all season. Yeah, but that final last year, a good illustration of what you're, what you're facing. A sport where an individual can almost take a game away. I think it was Kate Anderson got 90-odd in the final from memory. 
Um, and, and there are players, danger players across all the teams alive in this competition. When you look at Northern and CD, who of course need to, you know, find a way to to Eden Park on Sunday. Who who are the potential match winners in that game? Go on, do some scouting for us. Oh, look, I think it's pretty clear from Northern's perspective, Chamari Akapati's been pretty outstanding for them. I think with bat and ball, I mean, I've seen it number a number of times with the New Zealand setup. unfortunately, yeah. what she can do. So she's going to be someone that is a huge wicket. I think Caitlin Gary as well has been really effective the last couple of games too with the bat. But CD, I think certainly their bowling's probably been a real strength of theirs. You look at Rocco, uh, Rosemary Mayer, sorry, and, and Hannah Rowe with the ball and I think with the bat, their, their English import, Holly Armitage, has been outstanding. I see they've got Matt Dodd back as well, which is going to bring a bit of experience. So, again, I mean, there's so many people that you can pick apart and say, you know, they could have a real role to play, and it's always the people that you don't talk about that usually end up biting you in the bum. But um, <laughs> I think that's that's the really important thing, isn't it, is that you sort of prepare as best you can about what you might face, but then going back to what your guys are good at. Are good at. Rocco, what a good nickname. What a good nickname. But Atapatu, you know, you, you named in the ICC uh, T20 Team of the Year. That just tells you the talent. So the imports, have you... You think this is a good thing, bringing in oh, imports? One million percent. <laughs> um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I'm a massive advocate for it. And I know that there's, you know, different sides to the argument in terms of, um, you know, it's taking away opportunities. And I know I've just mentioned earlier in this interview around opportunities to play. But for me... The Super Smash is the product where you want to, you know, be in front of people. It's, you know, on TVs and whatnot, that you want to make it a really good product. And I think if you've got one, two, even potentially three overseas players adding to that, I think it's only going to benefit. And I always think about earlier on in my time with the Blazers, we've always had, um, you know, overseas players floating in and out of the team. And I always think about it's not just the impact that they have on the field, it's off the field, which I think is most important in seeing how these players, these professionals train, play, go about their game, the little behaviours that I think are so important to, to yeah. being a better cricketer. So for me, I just think it, it's, it's an absolute no-brainer that if we can get a couple more overseas players involved, I think it will be a real, a real huge boost for the, for the Super Smash. Even just training with them. I could imagine a you know, 14-year-old Sophie Devine coming in and b- bouncing Atapatu at training, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I would have... <laughs> seen that ball probably but um yeah look i think i think it is it's outstanding the opportunity to train day in day out with these sort of players pick their brains technique tactically i think it's all really part of it because you know as much as we like to think us kiwis or us you know white friends players we can offer as much help as we can it's just a completely different gravy when you're talking to someone who's played in the english conditions or like jamari so what's it like playing in the subcontinent the turning ball how do you go about your game it's you know, being able to ask those sort of questions. And it's not just younger players, it's the likes of myself as well, is you're always wanting to learn and to grow and to ask questions of how you can develop your game. So, yeah, I certainly hope over the next couple of years as, as we see a few more overseas players float in through. Sophie, I won't keep you much longer. Finish off talking about something you tend not to like to talk about yourself. How important was that break? Oh, look, it was massive. Um, you know, uh, probably when I was initially planning and having talks with New Zealand Cricket and, and Cricket Wellington, it, it wasn't going to be as long, but I think uh, a decision was made that if we're going to do it, you, you'd want to do it properly. So ended up being close to a month off, um, which was just massive, I think, having been on the road since about June, July, um, wow. I left New Zealand and, and didn't come back until that Pakistan series the start of December. So, you know, I know it's my job and 
you know, things like that. But at the end of the day, it's it's so important for my longevity and my career and just my my mental well-being and health is making sure that I'm in the best space possible. And and I've said it, you know, really clearly to the to the playing group, both at the Blaze and the White Ferns, that my priority is the White Ferns and making sure that I am a hundred percent fit, fighting, ready to go for for those competitions. So. Um, yeah, look, I certainly feel really refreshed. Um, I thought my batting was bloody scratchy the other day, but, um, <laughs> you know, who's hoping that comes back a little bit quicker? But, um, you know, I certainly feel better for, for having time away. Well, the bowling looked all right. Ten dot balls and 12. Picked up a wicket. That, is the knee all right? A heavier bowling load is now possible? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So we were able to quarter zone that during the, the Pakistan series, and that had a, a pretty good... Good influence on the knee, so I haven't had any troubles touch wood with that, so Brilliant. certainly looking to get back to getting things really going through there. And that English series, massive, isn't it, in March? Post this, how do you prepare for it as a group? Because it's quite some time, isn't it, for the White Ferns? Yeah, it is. I think the great thing is obviously we, we've still got, obviously, the Super Smash this Sunday, and then back into HBJ competition, there's still a couple of rounds in the final of that, and then it does, it gives us a bit of an opportunity leading into that series versus England to to start to really focus on them and their strengths and weaknesses and, and start to prepare how we think is best to, to beat them because they're going to be a quality side over here. I think they, they absolutely done us one when they toured here a couple of years ago. So we certainly want to put out um, a much stronger performance in that regard, but we know that you're going to have to be on your money to, to beat a team that's got sort of superstars all the way through it. Yeah, well, we've got plenty of time to discuss that down the uh, road. Do appreciate your time. Uh, wish you and your Blaze all the success uh, for the weekend. Thanks so much, Sophie Devine. Great to see you back playing. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks, Daniel.